three. I'm going to get ugly right off the beginning. I don't have any pity or sympathy on anybody, that, and especially right here in this room, that thinks that you got it hard in this country. You are blessed. You hear me, yes or no? You are blessed. You got to think that way. You can think picked on. You can think, and it ain't just thinking. You can, you can say this happened, this happened, this happened, and this happened. You can tell your story till you die and be miserable and make everybody else miserable around you. It's a choice. I am blessed. Say that with me. I am blessed. One more time. I am blessed. Anything else is a devil's lie. I am blessed is who I am. And that's what we're going to be talking about the next few weeks. Blessed. Second service, different message. Bountiful. Bountiful. So blessed and bountiful. So we go, our cup's running over here. Amen? So here we go. Let's go to the message. See what we can find. Woo, look at Roger pulling out the fall leaves. Be thankful. Be thankful. Just a simple, just a simple title here. Be thankful. And let's see what the Bible says. And let's just go over some things. See what we can find today about being thankful. Amen? There they are. The pilgrims. Look at them. Out of 103 pilgrims who left, they were in England. They wanted freedom to raise their kids and to preach the Word, not under the the uh, authority of the king, and they wanted to be free to, to teach the word like they thought. Amen. So they went to Holland. Thought it'd be better in Holland. Guess what? It won't. They came back to England and boarded a ship for America. Did you know that? That's what happened. 103 of them. And 51 of them died that first terrible winter when they made it here. The pilgrims. Push me, buddy. Push, push, push. On November 29th, 1623, now, it was 1620, 1620, I think it was November the 12th, 1620, their ship landed here in America. They were trying to get to Virginia, but they got blew off course and landed up at Cape Cod. Y'all know that, yes or no? That's what happened. November the what? 12th. Is that tomorrow? That's today? Is that today? Okay, then I think it was the 11th. I think it was yesterday then. I think it was yesterday. Yesterday, 397 years ago. Amen? All right? It's when they came. But it was three years later on November 29th, way before we ever became a country. Thanksgiving is older than America. You know that, right? Say, come on. Three years after their arrival, two years after their first Thanksgiving. So actually, they already had, they, already, they did it that first year too. But it was so important that Governor William Bradford made an official proclamation for a day of Thanksgiving. Who was Governor William Bradford? Well, he was the leader. He was the leader on this ship. He was the one who was elected to be the leader of the colony. He's probably the longest serving, uh, governor in America's history. I don't know that for a fact, but I'd put, if I had $20, I'd put it on it, but I shouldn't do that. I know that. But anyway, I'm just saying. 55 years. Can you say 55? I'm 55. Governor William Bradford served as governor of that colony for 55 years. Isn't that crazy? Well, early on, he made a proclamation. Here's what he says. To all ye pilgrims, 
Inasmuch as the great Father has given us this year an abundant harvest of Indian corn, wheat, peas, beans, squashes, and garden vegetables, and has made the forest to abound with game and the sea with fish and clams. By the way, let me take a break. How many of y'all ate this last year? Can I see your hand? You ate something this last year. There you go. You're fine. Come on. Insomuch as he protected us from the ravages of the savages. Now, I've read this before, and somebody came up to me and said, you know, we should take that out. I'm not going to take out what the man wrote. I'm not about rewriting history. I'm going to tell you the way he said it. Okay? And we know they came over here and fought with the Indians and killed them. They were killed too, though. I mean, it was a, it was a mess. Okay? But that's what it is. It was his writing. He's protected us from the ravages of savages. He's spared us from pestilence and disease. He's granted us freedom to worship God according to our own, to the dictates of our own conscience. Don't let that confuse you right there. They were all believers in Jesus Christ. Okay? But the way that one might look at this little bit or that little bit, we're not going to fuss about that. But don't, don't, don't read into that that they're worshiping a bunch of different false gods. They're not. Okay? You understand that. All you got to do is read your history. Now, I, your magistrate, do proclaim that all your pilgrims with your wives and your little ones do gather at the meeting house on the hill. I love that. Between the hours of 9 and 12 in the daytime. So we do church pretty good here. You know, this is on Thursday. But anyway, on Thursday, November the 29th, why is Thanksgiving on Thursday? Have you ever wondered? Who picked Thursday? He did. You get that? Yes or no? He did. Yeah. Now, our government later came along, and many, many presidents made proclamations for days of thanksgiving in our country. But it started right there. Y'all get that, yes or no? Okay, good. 1,623, the third year since the pilgrims landed on Plymouth Rock. Okay? And I love this line. There, to listen, say this with me, to you what? Listen to you, pastor. And render thanksgiving. To the Almighty God for all of His blessings. William Bradford, ye governor of ye colony. Can we thank the Lord for William Bradford? He's, he's having church with us today. Come on. So, Thanksgiving. It's who we are as a country. As a believer in Jesus Christ, the Bible tells us all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And you know the sins you've committed. And you know what? Maybe your sins weren't as bad as my sins, or maybe my sins weren't bad as your sins, but you know what? They were bad. And it was our sins that nailed Jesus to the cross. It was for our sins He bled and died. Every one of us should be thankful. Amen? This is the message of the Bible. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for He is what? Good! His mercy endures how long? For how long? Ever! Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. I love that verse. Let the redeemed. If we don't say it, who's going to say it? Well, I don't want to offend somebody. Hush your mouth and praise the Lord. Amen or what? You're going to live your life all the time not offending people? Good luck. You're going to offend Him is what you're going to do. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so whom He hath redeemed from the hand of the enemy. How many would say, Jesus Christ saved me from a devil's hell and snatched me from the devil? Can I see some hands there? He snatched me from the devil. Good stuff, amen. Say, 
Oh, that men and women would praise the Lord for His goodness and for His wonderful works to the children of men. Amen? So we praise the Lord. This is our attitude. This is who we're to be, guys. Be thankful, be thankful, be thankful. You might say, I don't need this message. I'm already thankful. Well, I'm still going to give it to you. How many would say, sometimes I just ain't thankful? Well, there are four of us. Here we go. Now, being thankful and having a grateful attitude is not about how good or bad you have it. That's what a lot of people do. If I got it good, I'm thankful. If I got it bad, I'm going to moan and groan. You can fill in other words in that blank. No, it's not, it's, not about, it's not about how good or bad you have it, being thankful, having an attitude of thankfulness. It's not about what you have or what you don't have. Say this with me. It's about a what? It's a what? A choice you and me have to make. All right? I tell you what. Jesus called us the light of the world. And this is when we can really shine our light, when other people look at us and see us grateful and thankful, when they probably wouldn't be grateful and thankful for the same mess we're going through. But we get a chance to shine. Guys, I know we need to share the gospel of Christ. I get that. And share Jesus with people. That's what we do. I understand that. However, 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 that light that we're to shine really comes out in things like this, being thankful, being grateful. That's why a lot of people don't come to church. Some of the meanest people they've ever met are Christians. Gripe, complain, moan, groan, put down our country, things like that. Man, yeah, but I love Jesus. Well, you sure don't sound like it. Say, we need to be a light, guys. It's a decision. It's a choice. These are my words. I believe Thanksgiving really is, it's about what you think about God. It's not about good or bad. It's not about up or down. It's about what I think about God. No matter what situation I find myself in, Gary Clark, what do you think about God in this situation you're going through? And when I find my way back to Him, I'm usually on my face, at His feet, being grateful for no matter what it is. But I lose my way sometimes, and you probably do too. So it's about what we think about God, no matter what our life is at the moment. Listen, God is good or God is bad. Did you hear me? Well, I can't believe this happened to me. I can't, and we say it. I can't believe God let this happen to me. I'm going to tell you something right now. If God was standing right before you, that Jesus in the book of Revelation with the eyes as a flame of fire and a sword coming out of his mouth, I don't believe we'd be so flippant to say, I can't believe you did this to me. Would we say? We'd do just like John the Apostle. We'd fall at his feet as what? Dead. Amen. Say. It's because you can't see God. Oh, He's here. Amen. So what do you think about God? That's what Thanksgiving really, it comes from. If you're thankful, you're thankful to somebody. Yes or no? People will celebrate Thanksgiving all across our country. And yet they don't know the Lord. But they're thankful to somebody. And, and that same shoe fits the other foot. If you're unthankful, you're unthankful to somebody. Yes or no? Say this happened to me, I can't believe it. And you're just getting that pit that you, that you wallow in. Well, I'm going to tell you something right now. If you're unthankful for stuff, you're unthankful to somebody. You know who that somebody is? Somebody tell me. God. Absolutely. So the question about Thanksgiving to me, how that I can stay straight, is how do I view God? Have I lost you? You're not going to sleep on me. I know I'm not screaming up and down up here, but anyway. 
So, how do I view God? So, be thankful. Now, here's the meaning of thanksgiving. What is thanksgiving? It's pretty simple. It's to express what? Gratitude. Do you like it when you do something for somebody? Now, you don't want them necessarily to give back to you. I understand that. But is it, does it feel good when somebody appreciates something you do for them? Yes or no? You're fearfully and wonderfully made. Why do we get that good feeling when, when we do something for somebody and somebody appreciates it? Well, because we're made in the image of God. We didn't come up with that good feeling we feel. We're made in His image. God, God likes to feel that too. Amen. Say. Thanksgiving is to, to show gratitude. This is right out of the dictionary. To show appreciation for favors or gifts. How many this past year, God surely blessed you with stuff? Can I just see your hand? He blessed me with stuff this last year. Things, food, clothes, shelter, a car, a house. How many of you were so crazy blessed you can't believe it this past Let me see some hands right there. I was just nuts. I was just nuts, man. I'm so blessed. We need to show him appreciation for everything we have. Amen? Say, it's how we view God. Now, I love you, and that's the theme we're going to be hitting around here at Fellowship Church. We love Jesus, and we love people. God gets all the what at Fellowship? Credit. We don't don't say glory. He gets all the glory. Yeah, we can give him glory, and we still get the credit. No, he gets the credit and the glory. Amen? Say. Come on. So, now, when you're unthankful, when you're unthankful, pop it, Raj, you don't express gratitude. Just push me, buddy. You don't express gratitude when you're unthankful. You don't show appreciation for the gifts or favors that, this is what Webster's Dictionary said, not me. You don't show appreciation for that. And here's what we are when we're unthankful. Would you say it with me, those three words? You are what? Let me say I am. Let's say it together. I am. That's what we are. That's who he sees us as. Now, here's, here's of course, me talking. Now, you know this. Selfishness what? Who likes to hang out with selfish people? I can't wait till I get to go see them because they're so stinking selfish. <laughs> this is going to be great. They're going to want their stuff and my stuff and everybody else's stuff. And you know what? They're going to have just a horrible attitude. And they're just really, you know, they're, just, they're horrible to be around. But I just look so forward to traveling to see them. Nobody likes it. Wonder why nobody likes that. Except the selfish person. What's well, because we're made in the image of God, and he don't like it either. Amen. Come on. Selfishness stinks. Selfishness, covetousness, and greed, they all come from the same root. An ungrateful and unthankful spirit. Selfishness, covetousness, greed. I'm raising little girls again. Children. Nine-year-old and six-year-old. Pray for me every day. I'm serious. The ravages of the savages aren't Indians in my house. It's the children. (laughs) Come on. But I'm having to deal with this. Aren't we young parents having to deal with this? Yes or no? This selfishness and this taking. And and how'd they learn that? Because they born in sin, man. And I had to deal with it, man. I had to ground one. Are you kidding me? I used to just go, stop it! And it was over. I'm having to ground them. Amen? Come on. I did that just about five days. Their life was miserable. You understand? If Gary grounds you, you're in trouble. I'm telling you that right now. We're going to make you miserable. How many had moms and dads like that? If you were ever grounded, your life stunk. It was horrible. You're going to be miserable is what you're going to be. So anyway, she's doing better now. 
Selfishness. Selfishness is never satisfied, ever. This know also, the Bible says, in the last days perilous times are going to come. Men shall be lovers of their own what? Covetousness. Boasters. Proud. Keep looking at the list. Blasphemers. Disobedient to parents. Here's our word. Say it with me. And it ends with this. Unholy. Oh, I'm a Christian. I love Jesus. No, you're unthankful. Don't pretend to be this holier than that. We're not. Amen. Come on. Selfishness exalts itself. That's what it does. Its motto is, I must increase in everything and everybody else must decrease. That sounds like a Bible verse, but it screwed it up. That's not the way John the Baptist said that. He didn't say, I must increase in everything and everybody else must decrease. Here's what the Bible says. He, Jesus, must increase. And I must what? That's the key right there. Amen? Come on. Not selfishness. Selfishness will kill our what? It'll also kill the spirit of people around you. Why don't I have friends? Maybe you're selfish. I'm not saying that to be a fact. That could be an, that could be an issue, though. Yes or no? It's always instead of, you know, what do they want? How can I enter into their life? I love that recently Elise sent me a, a text with a picture and her and her friend uh, were changing brakes on a truck. Well, that's not Elise's thing to go change brakes on a pickup truck. But I love the fact that she was willing to do that, to enter into that. And then she was so happy she learned how to change brakes on a pickup truck. Now she wants to do my brakes next time. It's not happening. But anyway, but that's what I'm talking about where we enter into somebody else's world and what they like to do. Amen. Selfishness will kill spirit. A selfish spirit will ultimately end in destruction. It'll end in loneliness. And it'll end in what? Death. Miserable. Most miserable people on the planet are selfish people. This is good for our church today, this message on Thanksgiving. It's good for our country to have a day of Thanksgiving. Amen. wonder what the news will be like on Thanksgiving. Say, what if they'll still be ripping and tearing, you know, the president and the Congress and all that? I say if they do, you turn off your TV. Amen? And watch the Vikings. They play that night. <laughs> Selfishness is a thing that kills, it steals, and destroys. Where does that come from? It comes from the Bible. The thief comes not but for to steal. Satan, the devil, the wicked one, he comes to steal. He comes to kill. He comes to destroy our spirit, our attitude, our testimony. Amen. Say, yeah, but I, I go to church. I read the Bible. I'm this, I'm that. But man, if you're selfish, he has done stole your testimony. Jesus said, I'm come that they might have life. And they might have it more what? You know what that word abundantly is? It's the word in the dictionary, bountiful. That's the next message coming up. It means Jesus came to give us life to the full. Running over. We think that's money. No, it's spirit. Yes or no? It's I was lost and now I'm found. I was blind. Now I see. You hear me? Yes or no? Amen. I was treated like dirt. But God loved me. Picked me up. And I'm happy today. Amen. That's what Jesus Christ came to give you. Are you all right? TV preachers will tell you. 
This is about money and stuff, and it's not. Jesus didn't have a place to lay his head. He came to give you life, to get you. Really, the blessed life is the word blessed is happy. Now, he didn't come down on the cross so you could be happy. He died on the cross so you could be saved and not go to hell. But also, he did come to give you abundant life because your neighbor needs Jesus. Your family needs the Lord. They're never going to know Jesus unless they see Him in you. And Jesus isn't selfish. He isn't mean. He isn't self-centered. Amen? This is tough, isn't it? Clark got up ugly today. No, I'm really happy today. The thief comes out but to steal, kill, destroy. Him, come that they might have life. They might have it more abundantly or to the full, running over. I'm the good shepherd. The good shepherd does what? Gives his what? Life for the sheep. Boy, boy, boy. So thankful, thankful, thankful. So are you thankful this morning or are you selfish? Where are you at today? And don't lie. What's lying going to do? Don't do that. Accept it today. This is who I am. If you find that you've got a selfish spirit, you've been dealing with it for a long time, why not deal with it today? Why not say, Lord, I'm just sick and tired of being this way. I'm horrible. Admit it. Talk to him about it. If we confess our sin with me, if we confess our what? He is what? Faithful and just to do what? To forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So I encourage you. So do you want to be blessed? Do you want to be blessed today, church? Yes or no? Do you want to be blessed? Or do you just want to be miserable? You know some people, if you ask that question in Englewood, they'd say, no, I want to be miserable. I can't imagine people moving from somewhere in this country to Inglewood, Florida. I'm not saying you're going to live here forever. I get that. But my word, you can't be happy here. You probably can't be happy nowhere. Is that about right, yes or no? Yeah, come on, man. I'm going to be ugly again. I have people tell me this. I don't like the beach. I don't like sand. You're odd. I'm going to tell you right now, when you say that, there ain't a whole lot of people that's going to go, yeah, me too, I hate it too. You'd be surprised how much you like that saying if you get off your tail and get down and walk on it. Get up early. Oh, it's hot. Well, get up early. Get out there at the beach. See the snook popping, the water. So crystal clear some mornings down at the beach, you can see the snook right there. That big old stripe on their side. And about that time, porpoise over here. Look at that. I'm miserable. (laughs) Amen, yes or no? Well, I'm not an early riser. Well, good, good. Go go watch the sunset. Oh, I hate the sunset. (laughs) Amen, say. I'm just trying to help you in case some of you are doing that. Oh, boy. How can I be blessed? Here we go. I got something, just something real simple for you today. Real, th- three little things are very simple and we're going to be done. Number one, remember. Say remember. Say it again. Say it again. Not hard. I made it real elementary. I'll get you all the same letters today so you can go out here going, I got that. Remember. Remember. Be content. Say that. Be content. So there's an R and then there's a C. R-C. R-C. See it? Remember. Then you got your C. Content. Be content with what you have. Just start looking at how blessed you are and say, wow, I don't need another thing. I don't need another thing.
God didn't have to do another thing for me. Godliness with contentment is great what? If you know Jesus as your Savior, and you work right there on being content, you'll be absolutely blessed. Godliness with what? Contentment is what? Oh, boy, you want to go leaps and bounds in your life? Be content. It'll be crazy. For we brought nothing into this world. You were just a naked little screaming baby when you came out. That's all you were. And look at you now. Thinking you did it all. Yes or no? Say. No, no. It's certain. Listen, we brought nothing in this world. It's certain we can't carry a thing out. We work our whole life to hoard, to get, to keep. But Satan has stole our joy, our testimony. That's not, that's not right. Remember and be content. Say it again. Remember. Remember. Be content, Gary. Be content, Gary. And having food and rain that let us therewith be what? Content. I'm sort of a nut. I got these pants, right? I ever, look, I got these shoes at the secondhand store. Not, they're probably $200 shoes, I'm telling you right now. If you don't believe they are, they are I'll show them to you later. $10, $10. The, the britches. Got a couple of pairs of these. I like them. The joker cut the little thing on the side there, and I thought, that's all right. That way my big feet get this, these pant legs better. Amen. Say, I'm just saying, I'm so content with what I've got on. You say, well, I don't like it. Good. <laughs> Doesn't bother me a bit. Amen. Say, food and raiment, be content. Food and raiment, be content. Amen. Remember this, guys. Godliness with contentment is great gain. Say that. That's the Bible. Say it with me. Godliness with contentment is great gain. Amen. So remember. Remember. Now, so here we got an RC and a G. We're going to have another RC and a G coming up after this. So remember, that's our R. Our C is content. Our G is what? If you remember, you'd have a thing when you came in this world. And you be content with what you have. I guarantee it. Guarantee, guarantee money back. You will be a grateful person. If you remember, I had nothing. Everything I have, he gave me. And I'm going to be content right now. Today is the only day I got to live. I'm going to be content today. I guarantee it. You will have a grateful spirit. Guaranteed. No. Guaranteed. Keep looking. So, Grateful, so remember the basics. Remember the basics. Remember you can't take it with you. Remember that. Remember God is what? Because Thanksgiving's all about either God is good or God is bad. It's how I view God. So remember that. Remember. So we got it? The RCG. RCG. Remember, content, grateful. Let's look at another RCG. Here we go. Number two. Release. Say release. Come on. Release. Now what was the first one? The second one is what? Release, release, my word. Here's our C. Be compassionate, compassionate, compassionate. We're talking about how can I be thankful? How can I be grateful? How can I just live this life and and show a testimony? How can I live life to the full, this abundant life that God has given me? How can I do it? Number two, be compassionate, release. 
Acts, the early church, the multitude of them that believed were of one heart, of one soul. The, the new church, the early church, they were being slaughtered. They were being slaughtered, hunted down like dogs and killed because they were following Jesus Christ. So they had to help one another. Wives with orphan children because their husband had been murdered. People like Saul was going around hunting people down like dogs and killing them. It's right in the Bible. So here they are as an as a, as a early church. Neither said anything of, of aught of the things which he possessed was his own. This is mine. They didn't say that. But they had all things what? Say that with me. They had all things what? You know what that word is in the Greek? Fellowship. That's where the word fellowship comes from. We have all things common. That's the name of our church, fellowship. Fellowship. We have all things common. We're all sinners here. Did you know that? Yes or no? Amen. There's no pecking order here. Nobody is going to lord over you here. Hey, you can't do that. I, this is my position. No. If you do that, you're done. We don't do that here. Yes or no? We love Jesus and we love people here. Amen. Yes or no? That's the early church, man. They had all things common. And with great power gave the apostles witness of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. And great grace was upon them all. You want grace to be on Fellowship Church? Live like this. And God will keep unleashing His power and blessing on us. Neither was there any among them that what? Lacked. For as many as were possessor of lands and houses, they sold them and brought the prices of things that were sold. There are people in our church that have more money than other people in the church. But you know, God can take us all together with maybe my small gift or medium gift and somebody else's large gift and our gifts all mixed together. Did you know you can build a 15-acre campus for the glory of God and do it debt-free if we all do that? Come on, praise the Lord. You can do stuff. Crazy. And who gets the credit? And you can keep unity in a church and peace. This is all part of Thanksgiving. They gave, they laid them down at the apostles' feet, and distribution was made to every man as they had need. That's what the Bible teaches. Say that with me. Neither was there any among them that what? I believe if you can work, you ought to get a job. Don't come to the church and expect us to pay you to sit at the house. Amen. Boy, that's ugly, ain't it? That's old-fashioned, isn't it? But when there's people with need... Also, I don't think that people will just come to the church office. I want us to be connected enough in this body with loving on people and greeting people and being friends with people and caring about people so when there's a need that the body can respond. Did that make any sense or not? We've got so institutionalized in church today. Go to the office, make an appointment. When there's, if you see a brother in need, how about you hand it to him? Amen. Say be compassionate. Whatever was needed was given. Release it, man. So, here's our RCG. R, release. What's the C? Compassionate. What's the G? Give it, man. Give it. You want to be grateful? You want to be thankful? Do this. Release love to people. Release it. Let it go, man. Did you know you're some of the most loving people I've ever met in my life? I don't know some of you. But I've watched, I watched you blossom. Did I tell you that a little bit ago? Right here, Annie. Annie came broken, hurting, in a bad way. How many years ago? 06. That's 11 years ago. 
11 years later, she looks prettier, happier, more full of life than she's ever looked. Thank you, Jesus is right. Amen. And she's a giver, and she wants to love on people. And she want, This is beautiful. Yes or no? Amen. Have you seen some people that got their act together, but they look absolutely miserable? Say. I mean, you can be a, you can be a pretty woman or a handsome man, but if you're selfish, you can just be flat-out ugly. And you might not can have the best looks on the planet, but if you've got that sweet spirit and that kindness, man, I'll tell you what, people are attracted to you. Yes or no? Amen? This is good stuff right out of the Bible. Release kindness to people. Give it to them. Give it to them. Give it to them. I'm going to be kind. Amen. Release money and things to people. You want to be grateful. You want to be thankful. Give, 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 give to people. Amen. And don't keep a record. Just give it. How about that? Why not? You say, I'm going to go broke. I bet you you won't. I bet you're going to be happy. Number three, our last RCG. Now, our first one was what? Remember, our second one was what? Release. Our third one is what? Resolve. Again, my word, resolve. You want to be thankful? Here's my C. Be centered. Be centered. I had to work at this one. Be centered. 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 Resolve. Be centered. Bank it all on Jesus. Let this be your focus. I'm going to be resolved. I'm going to resolve to be content. I'm going to resolve to be grateful. I'm going to resolve to be thankful. I'm go- that's going to be my resolve. I'm going to be centered like that. This is, I'm not going this way and I'm not going that way. I'm going the narrow way. Not the broad way. I'm going the narrow way. I am going to be thankful. Say that with me. I am going to be thankful. I am going to be grateful. I am. I am going to be a giver. I am. I'm going to be centered like that. It's not going to happen just once a year when Thanksgiving rolls around. Every day is a gift to me. Amen. Say, come on. Here's our G. Glorify. Glorify. Resolve that you're going to be this way. I'm going to be focused like this. I'm going to center like this. And Jesus is going to get credit out of my life. I'm not going to just aimlessly be in Inglewood, Florida and not make a difference. God's going to get glory from Gary. You hear me? Yes or no? Put your name in there. God's going to get glory from... Amen. Say, it's going to happen. Jesus Christ is my life. For me to live is Christ, to die is gain. Say that with me. Jesus Christ is my what? Oh, man, you're too serious about Jesus. He is my life. He's not your life. That's not my problem. You hear me? I want Him to be your life. Let Him be your life. Why wouldn't you want the Creator of the world, the one that holds the world in His hand, not to be your life, man? Amen. He's the resurrection and the life. He that believes in me will never what? Die. Man, He's my life not just when I die one day. He's my life now. I press toward Jesus Christ's goal for my life. Brother, I count not myself to apprehend it, but this one thing I do, I forget those things which are behind. I forget those things. I reach forth to those things which are right now before me. I'm going to live life right now, guys. Have I lost you? I press toward the mark for the, high, the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. This is who I am. 
I rejoice in Jesus Christ. This is who I am. I want to be centered like this. He's my life. I'm going to center my life on Him. I'm going to rejoice in Him. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say what? Rejoice, the Bible says. This is who Jesus is to me. I have peace through Jesus Christ. Bad things happen to me just like they happen to you. But I have peace. Why? Because He's my life. Amen? That don't mean my feathers can't get ruffled. That don't mean I can't get down from time to time. But I know well enough how to get back up. It's Jesus. Amen? Center like that. Think like, be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with what? Let your request be made known unto the Lord. Be careful. Don't be anxious. You don't have to be stressed out. Boy, this is to me right there. The peace of God which passes all understanding shall keep your hearts and your minds through Christ Jesus. I have peace through Jesus Christ. I think on good things because of Jesus Christ. Say that one with me. I think on what? Because of who? I have a problem. i got multiple problems. But one of my problems is I'm a thinker. I'm a thinker. I've got energy. I went out to eat last night with little Danny. Just me and Danny. And she's eating across from me. I got her Happy Meal at McDonald's. We sitting there because that's what she wanted. And I usually don't buy the Happy Meal because it's too expensive. You're going to get the cheeseburger and that's it. But last night I was being generous. So we got a Happy Meal. And she's sitting there looking at me and she's talking to me like an adult. She ain't but six. But she said, I have more energy than anyone else I know. I said, you don't got no more energy than me. She said, I can outrun you. Amen. Now listen. I don't know what that has to do with anything, but it's a great story. Great story. Great story. Think on good things. No, the reason is I'm me and I'm odd. It's what I'm saying. I have energy and I go from this way to that way. I do that sometimes in my life. And I have to force myself to think on good things. I have to force myself to think on good things. That's called centered. Would you say this verse with me? One of the greatest verses in all the Bible. It should be written at your home. You should have it, especially if you struggle with some contentment or, or thanksgiving and gratitude. This is a huge verse. Finally, brethren, sit with me. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are, whatsoever things are, whatsoever things are, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any, and if there be any praise, think on these things. A lot of you, you're not grateful, you're not thankful, you're grouchy maybe. You need to turn off your TV. Quit filling your mind with the negative, negative, negative news. Whether it's Republican or Democrat. Listen, you can get so much. I'm conservative as a day is long. But you can get so much of that that it can just absolutely defile your attitude. Or you can hear the negative all the time. I'm telling you right now, there's a verse right there that says, if, if anything of good report, there's so little good reporting anymore. You've got to force yourself to think this way. Be centered. 
I can do all things through Christ regardless. Not that I speak in respect for want, for I've learned in whatsoever state I am. There's our word. Therewith to be what? Content. I know both how to be abased. On the floor dirty. I know how to abound. Everywhere in all things I'm instructed both to be full. There's our word again. I've come that you might have life and might have it more abundantly. And to be hungry. Both to abound and to suffer need. Then this great verse, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I hate it when somebody expects me to talk to them and accept your bad attitude. You've come into the wrong joker here. God didn't call me to pat you on the head. He called me many times to pop you in the rear. Amen, say. And I appreciate, I want you to do that for me. And you have done that for me. When I didn't think I mattered, I didn't think I had value, when I was so hurt and broken. You loved me. But sometimes that, 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 that sort of, you know, got old for a while. And some of you jacked my jaws a little bit. And you could because I respected you. Amen? This is a great thing. I might be going on too long, but... I have all my needs met by Jesus, but my God shall supply all your need according to His riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Think that way. Be centered. Be thankful. Am I done, Raj? Yes, I am. There it is. Pop it up. Here we go. Here they are. They're not that hard. Say them with me. Here's number one. Remember, be what? And our word is what? Number two, release. Be what? Do what? Number three, be what? And you're going to do what with your life? Glorify the Lord. Let's thank Him for His Word this morning. Amen. Come on, praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Boom. Amen.